Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. It's my heart, it's my desire and longing on this broadcast to refresh our lives as we walk with God. And the subject matter for today's refreshment is regarding our speech. If you've ever walked away from a conversation with a friend and you've been so encouraged by your brief words together, it's probably because that person made that conversation more about you than they did themselves. What does it look like when the emphasis is instead on ourselves? When we are having a conversation and it's all about me, what does it look like? Well, let's imagine for just a moment that there are two friends who bump into each other at the grocery store and you and I get to listen in for a moment on their chat. Friend one is speaking first. How are you doing? I've been praying for you. The last time we met, you were going through a hard time. Are things better? Now it's turn for friend two to answer. Oh, that was such a trial. Let me tell you. And she does. Oh, and that reminds me to tell you about my Jason. Did you hear that he made the first string on basketball? He scored more than anyone on the team. I don't know what they do without him. One of his games was unforgettable. I have to tell you all about it. And she does. Of course, he gets his agility from his father. He played in college, you know. That's how we met. He played and I cheered. We had some fun times. Let me tell you. And she does. Goodness says we've been yakking a half an hour. I need to get my groceries and get home. It was great getting caught up with you. Take care. These two ladies demonstrate a perfect statement that I heard recently. Here's the statement. There are two kinds of people. There's one that walks into a room and sees someone and says, There you are. And the other walks in the same room and says, Here I am. Do you see the difference? Friend one looks to be a blessing by caring and listening and encouraging. And she uses second and third person pronouns like you and they and she and he. She asks questions. But the second friend puts all the emphasis where? On herself. She uses lots of personal pronouns. I, we, us, and me. She's the one who does most of the talking. And it comes in the form of her stories the information she shares, or history. She keeps a one-sided conversation going. She's not engaging the other person. She's just talking and talking and talking. And when she does give the other person a chance to say something, she's thinking about the next thing she's going to say, and she's not really listening when the other person is speaking. Now, we've probably all been both of these people at one time or another. 
But think for just a moment. Which one of these two people do you imitate the most? Proverbs 29 verse 11 says, In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refrains his lips is wise. Proverbs 17 verses 27 and 28 He that has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holds his peace, is counted wise, and he that shuts his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. These verses in Proverbs just remind us that if we want people to know how much we know, we're not going to say a lot. We show our wisdom by using few words. I have a lot of friends like that first friend, and they challenge me by their lives. But I want us to understand that the greatest example of this kind of speech is our Savior, the Lord Jesus. He was always on the lookout for other people. He always had that attitude of saying, there you are, as though he was indeed looking for them. He cared about others. He touched other people. He loved others. He asked questions. He listened. There you are, he said to Matthew. Can't you look, see him looking up into the tree at Zacchaeus and saying, Come down, Zacchaeus. I'm going to go to your house today. And what about when he met the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well? It was as though he was waiting to talk just to her. I want us to look at Mark chapter 10 and listen how Jesus talks to blind Bartimaeus. Now they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he's calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and follow Jesus on the road. So let's look back for a moment and let's just think about how Jesus responded and talked to Bartimaeus. First of all, we see that he stood still. He stopped what he was doing. Did that mean because Jesus didn't have anything else to do? Of course not. He was always on the go, on the move, but he put his plans on hold so he could stop, so he could listen to Bartimaeus. Secondly, 
he had him brought close to him. He didn't distance himself from Bartimaeus. He didn't send someone else to take care of him. He communicated to Bartimaeus when he was brought near him. Thirdly, I see that we, he asked him questions. He inquired, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus already knew, didn't he? But he's communicating with Bartimaeus. And then lastly, we see that he met the, the need that Bartimaeus had. What a wonderful friend and savior Jesus is. And what a wonderful example about communicating with other people. Do you think that Bartimaeus went home encouraged by his encounter with Jesus? Do you think that he felt loved by Jesus? Of course he didn't. And not just because he received his sight. Jesus had proven to Bartimaeus that he mattered to him. So how can you and I refresh other people by the way that we use our speech, by the way we have conversation with them? We can follow the example of Christ. So let me give you those four principles and let's make it personal to ourselves. In a conversation, first of all, we need to stop what we are doing. Now, that would include looking the other person in the eye. It would include putting our phone down so that you can look at them. It would not be picking the phone back up to answer somebody or to to text someone. Put your pen down or whatever has your attention. Set it aside. Stop what you are doing. Don't even look over their shoulder at someone else behind them. Let your attention be on them. So stop what you are doing. The second thing would be to bring that person close. Now, that doesn't mean just physically close to you in distance, but also in your heart, the way that you are responding to them, that they know that you want to be near them. Don't keep them at arm's length, if you will. Let your attitude be as though you had been looking for that person. When you speak, make your response to them as though you were saying, there you are. Remember our opening in the conversation that we had? There you are. Instead of saying, here I am. It's like you're saying, here I am, you lucky person. You get to see me today. No, the, uh, the important person is the other And we need to say, there you are, and make it all about them. When I first heard this statement, I wrote the words, there you are, on my bathroom mirror. I also wrote it on a kitchen sign that I have on my counter to help me change my focus from myself to others. Because it's only then that I will look like Christ. Isn't it easy to think about what am I going to say? How am I going to respond Instead of saying, there you are, and let them do the talking. So thirdly, we need to ask questions. Show your care about that person by inquiring about them, about their life. My husband has a dear friend who sent him a text that said that he had been meditating on Romans twelve fifteen that says, rejoice with those that rejoice and weep with those who weep. And he said, these are my conclusions If one member is honored, all members rejoice with him. 
1 Corinthians 12, 26. Let it be their special day. Add to celebrating them. Listen, clap, smile, amen, praise. Don't detract with my stories. Listen, ask questions to keep them talking. Don't in any way draw attention away from them and their accomplishments. Listen, rejoice with them, be interested in them, show interest in them. Your joy is my joy. Is it any wonder my husband loves spending time with this dear man? He really knows how to refresh others in their conversation. That's the attitude that says, there you are. I'm just asking the Lord to help me to be able to have that kind of attitude that says, there you are. When I see my friends, I want to be able to rejoice with them. And as our friend said to my husband, let them have their day. Lastly, we see that Jesus met the need. So if there's a need that we can meet in our friend's life and we've heard it, then we should. 1 John three seventeen says, But whoso hath this world's good and sees his brother has need and shuts up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? It might mean that we need to stop and pray with them before we leave. It might mean offering some help, physical help, or it might mean giving or sharing of something that you own and possess. Wow. I hope this has challenged you as it has me in the way that I speak to other people. Let's use our response in conversation to refresh our friends. Stop what you're doing. Bring the person close. Ask questions and meet the need. Now, can I do that right now with you? I'm so thankful that you stopped to listen today, but I would love to be able to pray for you. How can I pray for you? You can email me if you go to my blog at refreshher.com and go to the contact page. It will take you to my email. And please email your request to me so I can add them to my journal and be praying for you because I'm so glad that there you are. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?